Welcome to Character Debates. I am your host, Michael Harrison, and today we are talking about fathers, particularly overprotective ones, ones that are known for excessively micromanaging their child's life because they are trying to avoid them from feeling any embarrassment. Well, some kids aren't very thankful for these efforts, and that is what we are here to discuss. Today, our first debater is anti-dad advocate Brittany Spears. Hey, Brittany, thanks for being on today. It's Brittany, bitch. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> uh, and on the other side, here to debate that indeed overprotective fathers are unsung heroes. I am happy to welcome Brittany's dad, James Spear. Hey, James, how you doing over there? Hey, Michael. Thanks for having me. Now here to listen in and judge this debate, we have famed TV psychologist, Dr. Phil. Let me say thank you for letting me be here, Michael. Now, let me get this right. Your dad was an abusive alcoholic. And as a father yourself, you've chosen to be as nurturing as possible. Is that why you feel qualified to talk about overprotective fathers? Yes, I even breastfed my own babies while my wife was, uh, you, you know, away at work or something like that. I feel a good father and psychologist should do that. Uh, my father did the opposite of that. He would just hit me every time <laughs> the New York Jets lost. I mean, who bets all of their rent money on the New York Jets, Michael? All right, That's, uh, this will be a very interesting side then for, for you to take. Uh, and let's get straight to it. We're going to go uh, right off to the opening statements. Let's start with Britney Spears. Brittany, why do you think that uh, overprotective fathers are bad? Um, first of all, dads need to get a life, okay? Like, you already splurred us out and now let us live, okay? Like... When I was a child, obviously you have to watch out for me. But like when I'm grown up, just like leave me alone. Okay. Like dads mooch off their children and they just like try to like have like control over something because they clearly have don't have control over anything else in their lives. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, James, what's uh, first off, what's your rebuttal? And then uh, can you lead that into your uh, opening statement? Yes, first of all, Michael, I just want to say that last night I had a religious experience, and I do consider myself born again Okay. in this moment. <laughs> really? So any actions I had in the past have no sort of connection to me in my new life as, as James Alfred Theodore Spears, a man of God. So when it comes to overprotective parenting, I would say that, well, is God overprotective of us? Damn right he is, and he should be, and that's what it's all about guiding hand that leads you through life with style. Ooh, James is bringing in the uh, the God card. He didn't and just embraced it. bring in the God card, Michael. He brought in the whole God deck. <laughs> I know. No kidding, hey? <laughs> um, uh, don't believe anything he says. He's a wolf in sheep's wool, okay? Like, well, you're the devil. No sheep's wool here, just lamb blood above my doorstep. All right. Well, James, let's, uh, let's quickly go over your past here. I've never read the book. I didn't get the reference, but it was it it scared the hell out of me, Michael. <laughs> I guess yeah. in a context that could sound a little terrifying. Wow, Dr. Phil, you should really read the Bible. I, I I'm going to afterwards because oh my god, that lamb's blood comet will haunt my dreams um, forever. Like, you actually don't even need to read the Bible, just like watch uh the Moses movie and like, The Mel Gibson one? No. Um okay, um there's the one That one's Disney more terrifying movie. if you really want to go over it. Yeah. All right. Uh, James, let's uh, quickly go over your past. 
Uh, now, you put Britney under a, conservative, uh, a conservatorship, which is an arrangement where a person watches over someone else's money because they're not able to take care of themselves or their finances. So this is meant to be a last resort for people who aren't able to put on clothes or even feed themselves, right? Obviously, you're given special powers to make decisions for Britney, but she seems fine. Well, why, do you, why did you put her on a conservatorship? Well, like I said, Michael, being a born-again Christian, I have no recollection of any sort of <laughs> conservatorship or anything of that nature. But I will say that Brittany has turned out fine. So whatever I did and whatever God has helped us to get to today is, boy, boy, are we blessed. Thank well, you. She doesn't seem very happy about that, right? Yeah. I think she actually wants you to atone and maybe make reference to what you've done in the past. I wish I could, Michael, but I just have no recollection whatsoever <laughs> of my past sins or uh, any sort of thing. I, as far as I can tell, I woke up today as a great father and a great person who delivers the word of the Lord. Oh, really? Well, you've made a lot of money off of her. Um, that, so did you give away all that money that you made off her then, if you're trying to atone and be a different person? Well, I've only been alive for about 12 hours, Michael, so I haven't had time to go through my assets. and uh, I just assumed that the Lord had gifted it to me for being, being such a servant to him. Oh, really? Michael, okay. until this moment, I had no idea that the Bible was like that little uh, dildo-looking thing in the movie Men in Black. It completely wiped his previous memory. Yeah, apparently. But not only that, uh, he, he's actually went on, he's went on and said that he still deserves to be on the conservatorship. As a guy who was a welder by trade growing up, why would you make such a statement? Why would you feel fit to run your daughter's career? Well, I feel if she's not going to allow God into her household, that she should have some sort of fatherly figure in order to watch over her and guide her through the rest of her, her young life. She is still a young woman, and uh, I feel as though if she does not have me in her life telling her what she should do and where she should be, that <laughs> she should have some sort of strong, strong fatherly figure to help her with that. She did just have her sweet 39th birthday, Michael. <laughs> yeah? Okay. Yeah. Let's just double check if we're even debating that. Uh, do you believe in overprotective fathers? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent? Yes. Okay. Yes. God is is the overprotective father with a capital F, and he guides all of our <laughs> lives uh, as closely and micromanaged as they should be. All right. So and that, I'm just willing to do his work. So you, do you think you should still be an overprotective father to Brittany? Brittany? I do. I think that you're out of control. And I think it's my job to wrangle you in and, and show you the light. Wow. Brittany, what do you think of that? Um, first of all, I was diagnosed with dementia like 10 years ago, and that's why I had to go under this conservatorship. Clearly, you are the one with dementia right now, okay? <laughs> because you can't even remember what's going on. And you say that I you are taking care of me. Um, I have been paying you... This whole time. So if anything, I'm your daddy, okay? Let, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe you're being a little harsh on your dad. After all, he watched over you and kept you from doing anything but making him financial money while he dictated control over your whole life. Sounds like it was easy. Why do you like making decisions? Aren't you scared of making bad ones? Um, first of all, I had to get permission just to buy my children school books. Okay. Like that's a little too far. Like, okay. I get it. If you want to like control how many drugs I do, but like you drink all the time, if anything, he should be in jail right now from all the drugs and all the alcohol and all of the controlling. Okay. And like you use my money for all the things, just like any kind of boat, any kind of car, 
that's like not even like what I was paying you for. That's actually uh, an excellent point. James, you had Brittany placed because of a mental health issue uh, and substance abuse issues. So in that regard, I feel like I could literally put all of my friends in a conservative ship. You know what I mean? Like my parents could have put one on me and came after my $200 net worth. So as a man who was in rehab for alcohol in 2004, you didn't go through that. Why do you believe that's a legitimate way to help Brittany? Well, I think we should all be in the conservatorship of, of God, as I find myself today. I might be drinking all day, but I am drinking the, the blood of Christ. Uh, and that allows me to, some mental clarity in order to see. I mean, just because you put food coloring in whiskey doesn't necessarily mean that's the blood, uh, blood of God. His well, old me, crow was blessed priest, by a priest. You and my <laughs> priest can debate that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, but that is the blood of God, and it, it does make me feel spiritual. Um, <laughs> and he was healed by the light of the Lord. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Dr. Phil. Yeah, Dr. Phil is all for I'd this. I'd love to have you come to my service on Sunday. Absolutely. I, uh, I, I, was, I, was, I was not with you when it came to the blood above the door, but now you mentioned Old Crow Whiskey. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm, I'm kind of in. Okay. But James, you didn't have much of a presence in your daughter's early life. And you literally start being controlling when she was 27 and rich while not being overprotective of any of her poorer siblings. So with what you just said, is there a connection there to the money? Why weren't you more over controlling of, uh, of your sons? Well, they have found God. Jamie Lynn and, and my, my boys have found God. So why would I need them to, to why would they need me to guide them? Now, however, when money comes into play, that large amount of money, you know who comes crawling out of the cracks of the earth? devil <laughs> oh no in order to try and take her down with temptation and i was there to stop her uh, oh really so you saved her i did i saved her life Brit uh, Brittany, do you do you feel like you were saved by um by your lack no. of money whereas you had control of it um no okay like there was like a brief moment where i needed help yeah because i was losing my children in a custody battle but like after that like I've been great. Like, I don't know if you've watched any of my Instagram videos, but I'm like twirling with joy. Okay. And like, I don't need anyone to control anything I do. I'm almost a 40 year old woman. Okay. That's true. And you're really good at twirling. I'll give you that. Thank you so much. Uh, you did actually say that you wanted your father locked up. Doesn't that sort of make you anti-family? Um, no, because he's had me in jail. So like he deserves to go to jail. Ooh, that's okay. That's smart. I get you. Now let's just go over numbers quickly. Your dad apparently took over $2 million from your money for lawyers to fight you in court to continue being an amazing father, as he says. And you disagree with that decision. So why do you not want to help him defend himself? Are you being selfish? If you're so pro-family... Why not throw him a bone to help him keep control over you? Um, first of all, like... Great point, Michael. <laughs> okay. First of all, like, I'm super pro-family, but, like, my family, and he's clearly not my family, you know, because, like, he, like, barely is in my life, and I... By the way, family stealing money from other family members sounds like family to me. Okay, whatever. Amen. Like, the worst <laughs> family in the world, okay? And, like... He deserves to be in jail. Okay, this is, like, not even a father-daughter relationship. This is, like, tyranny, okay? Like, I feel like I live in Russia. Mm -hmm. That's how tyrannical it is. Like, he's Vladimir Putin, and I am the citizens of Russia. All of them? All of them. Wow. Yeah. How do you like that comparison, James? Uh, James Putin is a <laughs> terrible man. Is it James? 
Let's figure everybody's name, James. <laughs> this really is like a Western pussy riot, Michael. I, I mean, guess. this is crazy. It's this... musicians uh, rebelling against the, the 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 Fuhrer of the snow. Yep, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I didn't know. I didn't know Britney's dad well, was. I, uh... Well, I mean, you can see my problem. She's identifying as an entire population of people. She's clearly not mentally healthy. She needs to find Jesus in order to find her way, and I will help her do that. So I should be on that conservatorship. Am I'm... I being told that you have nine million? Per, multiple personalities, or how many people are in Russia? I think it's more than nine million. I didn't check, but sounds uh, like the devil to me. Uh, okay, well, clearly you guys like can't even like take um, like a metaphor, and that's where the real problem is. Like, did you even graduate fifth grade? Here, maybe we could. Maybe. Yes, I am a real doctor. Okay, I didn't graduate fifth grade specifically, but I I promise you, my <laughs> PhD after the fifth grade is real. Okay. Uh, here, I want to I want to try to get us on some equal ground here, uh, and maybe you can relate to this, Brittany, because your dad sent you to New York when you were a child to do singing and dancing lessons, and all of that I would assume is quite expensive coming from Louisiana, where you're from. Don't you think every parent should be allowed to put their kids under conservative ship until they make their money back on them? Like you have two boys that look expensive, maybe you should start looking into it. Um. Well, technically, until they're 18, they are in a conservatorship. Like, that's what being a child is. And then when you're 18, then you're no longer in it. Like, that's just, like, a natural thing. And, like, I definitely made him enough money by the time I was 18. Okay, and, like, you know what your reward for having children is? Um, Now you have a living being with your face walking around the world. Okay, and, like... That's your award. She makes good points, Michael. I do love having more of my face and forehead. Yeah, okay, yeah. And mustache. Uh, I love handles. Let me just interject here and say that, Dr. Phil, you've had more things done to your face than, like, any of us here. And I've had a lot of filler. Ooh, is that true, Dr. Phil? I, I denounce any any accusations of, yes, I had a lot of plastic surgery done, but that is one of the benefits of being one of the world's most renowned doctors. Is yeah. the mustache real? <laughs> the must, I mean, I, I, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. I don't know where this mustache came from. Uh, it, just, it just ended up on my face. Did it? Did it come from the hair of a of, of a small Cambodian child? No, and I I I, I resent that uh, accusation. I don't think I've ever met. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met a psychologist who who needs uh, a psychologist more. <laughs> All right, let's doctors need doctors, just like in The Sopranos. That woman yeah, was crazy. Michael. Right, that woman so. was crazy. All right, uh, Brittany, your dad had to approve the men in your life. So he went as far as making men that you dated sign contracts, get background checks, and sign NDAs. It has even been discovered that he made them get followed by private investigators, and he secretly tapped your bedroom. As a woman who married backup dancer and gold digger Kevin Federline, don't you think that makes sense? Like if I had a daughter and she got married to Kevin Federline, I might get a little overprotective myself. Okay, well, like regular celebrities have like somewhat of the same thing going on, but it's not their dad doing it, you know? Like, mm -hmm. it's weirder when your dad does it because then there's, like, this weird, like, dynamic in the patriarchy where, like, men are, like, afraid to have daughters because, like, they have this weird, like, sexual thing with, I don't know, it's weird. But but you, like, regular celebrities have lawyers who have do these NDAs. I mean, didn't you ever hear about, um, I can't remember, I think it was, a baseball player who was married to Jennifer Lopez, yep. um, Alex Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yep. He like gave gift baskets 
to the girls he like slept with, but and they also had to sign an NDA. Really? Yeah. He just snuck that into a gift basket? Yeah. An NDA? Oh, I okay. always say any NDA should come with <laughs> chocolates and flowers, Michael. That's the way I do it. That's the way everybody who works for Oprah does it. You're right. It, it, it mm-hmm. needs balance. Uh, but wait a minute, uh, Brittany, by making a potential suitor sign an NDA then, uh, a non-disclosure um, agreement, your dad prevents men from talking about personal information about you to public. So Justin Timberlake once bragged about how he had sex with you uh, on a radio show. Doesn't your dad suppose toxic behavior cancel out other men's more vile toxic behavior? I mean, we cannot stop anyone from bragging that they've even touched me. Okay, like, I am pretty amazing. And, like, anyone who's ever even, like, been close to me is going to brag about it. And, like, it doesn't even matter if you're a boy or a girl. Like, girls do it, too. Mm-hmm. She's making good points, Michael. I'm going to brag about being the judge on this show for the rest of my life. Yeah, but even with signing NDA, that could be in the contract where you could sue people if they talk about uh, sleeping with you. So isn't that and sort of a benefit? And we will. And we will. And we okay. did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So your father did that for you. Then is that a plus for him? Okay, but that's like a normal thing that like all managers do. So it's like not even like a dad. Like that's like an ex that it's not even special, you know? So this is normal for a celebrity is that you make people who sleep with you (laughs) sign an NDA? Yeah, like ask any celebrity. Oh, okay. All of them. Yeah, then uh, maybe I'm coming from a place where I don't relate. Jeez. Yeah, sorry, get famous, Michael. Let's, uh, Let's go over to James. And you're a proud American, a country that's founded on freedom. Amen. Don't you think being so in control of your daughter's life is anti-American then? Well, no, it's not about freedom in that sense of the word, Michael. People always misconstrue that. Freedom isn't about being free. It's about letting God do everything for you. And that's where you're really free. Mm-hmm. You let Jesus into your heart, that's when real freedom comes in. Oh, okay. So so you think that's what stands for you being allowed to control her? Because you love her, then she's free? Is that what uh, you're trying if to I love her, and she allows God into her life, she'll be freer than she's ever been. And, and as far as I In know, the house, being controlled by security. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Brittany, do you have a rebuttal to that? Do you feel like that's freedom? Um, as I said before, I feel like that is uh, tyrannical government and like you're like basically just stalin and like you're like you're now stalin i'm not stalling anything i'm just trying to keep uh, things okay <laughs> okay now you're like really dumb okay like just because you're born again christian doesn't mean you're an idiot now like i was baptized once i am still a dad gonna have a good dad joke every now and again if would- there's one thing i do love as a father michael it is a good dictator pun and Man. that was a damn fine one thank you dr phil <laughs> Now, Brittany, when your dad first went for a conservatorship over you, you requested to the courts that you need rather a bank be in control of your estate. Are you saying that banks are more responsible than parents? I had a bank give me a ton of hidden fees once, and I felt very betrayed. So why do you think banks such as Wells Fargo or Citibank are better parents than people? Okay, first of all, it's not estate. It's estate. Estate. Okay, I know you have like a Canadian accent, but like, get it right. And second of all... Amen. Where she doesn't, where's your Louisiana accent, right? Okay, well, like I took a class. Oh, okay. Yeah, when she had that Pepsi commercial, she had to she had to get rid of that. Get rid I of had... it. So she criticizes people's real accents. I love it. Yeah, All I right. read an article about it. Yeah, I don't remember it personally, but 
there were rumors that Disney replaced her vocal cords with bubblegum, Michael. I have no idea whether it's true. I do not want to get sued by the Spearses again for spreading falsehoods. Okay. Okay, but obviously, yeah, a bank is way better than a dad. You know why? Because banks don't have midlife crises where they, like, take all the money that they're getting from their daughter to buy a freaking boat, okay? Like, a bank might, uh, like, lose your money in the stock market. But, like, that was, like, with good intentions. You know, I, I, can, re- I can relate. I've never had one of my banks uh, buy a boat for themselves. Exactly. Banks are evil, Michael. Are they? One point and one point only. They're closed on Sunday. You know what banks will never do? Call you fat. Yeah. Uh-oh. Banks will never call you a disappointment. No, that doesn't sound like me, but if I said it, I said it for good reason, didn't I? Brittany, let's let's close let's ask you one more question before we go to the judge for uh <laughs> for questioning. One of the main requirements for parents is to keep their children safe. Don't you think that your dad has exceeded that by being overprotective? Uh, no, this has literally nothing to do with my safety because that's what my security guards are for. He just wants my money. He wants, um, to be a lazy bum without me. He would be homeless. And that's all that it comes down to. It has nothing to do with loving me in any way. It has nothing to do with wanting to actually protect me. He literally just wants money. And that's like, it and like I am not a child anymore and like if I want to ruin my life just let me do it so are you trying to say he's overprotective of your money and not you yeah exactly like you know what my money is his child Ooh, (laughs) have you ever caught him like cradling your money actually yes for real what was the weirdest thing you've seen him do with your money one time he was holding at least like three wads of a hundred dollar bills and like singing lullabies to it. He was like, rock a baby. Uh. Wow. She have the voice of an angel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to be a music producer. I think Jamie Spears and Britney <laughs> Spears should do a duet to piles of money. Now, somebody who's just born again yesterday, you have the voice of an angel. We need to show that to the world. Okay. <laughs> Under your control, right, James? Well, I'd like to guide her. And we're going to go straight to uh, closing statements now. So we are going to uh, go straight to James. James, what is your closing statement on why you think? that overprotective fathers are unsung heroes. Well, there were a lot of accusations against me here today that uh, I can neither confirm nor deny were me or that I had participated in in the past. Uh, With that being said, I think we all need overprotective fathers. If it's not going to be your father in your home, then it should be the Lord Jesus Christ guiding you through your life with, with every level of detail possible. If you can't just let things up to chance, because if you do, Devil's going to come in, and he's going to take you down the hill with him. All right. That's, uh, that's a great closing argument. Brittany, what is your closing argument on why you believe that overprotective fathers are, uh, are not the way to go? Overprotective fathers, um, first of all, you're a loser, okay? Get a life. <laughs> Second of all, um, if you want money and you want to live a lavish life, you, about, you better work, bitch. You better work. <laughs> All right. Um, Dr. Phil, you have heard uh, two riveting debates, two riveting sides on overprotective fathers. Uh, first off, what did you think of this debate? I thought it was an amazing debate, Michael. I mean, this was more compelling than the Netflix and the Hulu documentary combined. Did you watch those, too? I did. I did. Ah, good. 
research. I watch a lot of Netflix and Hulu these days now that I'm just living on piles of money on a yacht somewhere well, pretending to be a doctor. Amen. I, I, I sort of need a judge that isn't biased. Did uh, those documentaries have any sway on your opinion here today? Absolutely not, Michael. Like I said, I watched it on a boat full of money, so I was already <laughs> swaying a little bit, so it sort of counterbalanced me. Plus, uh, I used to live in in a conservatorship underneath Oprah Winfrey at the peak of my height. Now, some of the best and worst times <laughs> were spent living in a trunk in Oprah's basement like the little Leatherface fella in Pulp Fiction. I mean, I can remember sometimes <laughs> okay. Oprah and Stedman would come home drunk and Stedman would say, bring out the gimp. And Oprah <laughs> would say, I think the gimp is sleeping. And Stedman would say, I guess you better wake him up then. And things got weird from there. That said, I made piles and piles of money, Michael. Oh, good. Glasses <laughs> half full, kind of drunk. All right. You're right. You're right. You're, you're a total partial judge uh, with that story. So in that case, uh, let's go straight to it. What's your final decision? Do you think that um, over-controlling fathers are heroes or villains? Well, I think most over-controlling fathers are pretty good. I consider myself one of those. I consider Oprah an over-controlling father. And, <laughs> and, and those have all made good decisions. That said, uh, I have to go with Brittany on this one, Bish, because uh, clearly uh, not using a condom was the only financially responsible decision this man ever did in his life. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's clearly high and drunk right now, pretending he's read the Bible, pretending he's in the service of the Lord. So I must, I must go against Jamie Spears yeah. and side with Brittany. On, oh, hang on. Hang on a second. Michael, I just checked my phone. Uh, it turns out the Lord has made a generous donation into my bank account. Amen. And yes, it was amen is right there on the invoice. I have $17 million given to me from God and Vegas. Wait, residency. wait, wait, wait. Is, are you <laughs> saying you were bribed? No, it was the Lord who gave me the money. It's not a bribe when it comes from the lot of the Lord, Michael. So I must err in, in favor of Jamie Spears and all the protective fathers out there, especially the father from upstairs who just, you know, gave me a little binky, shall we say. Congratulations on your blessing. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Oh, man. Are you kidding who me? Who had nothing to do with that. It, again, God so gave me the money. I win? Yes. James, James you got this, I guess. I appreciate that. I can't believe y'all bought that Jesus crap. I'm going to go do coke. It was just like when uh, God killed all the Egyptian firstborns or whatever he did. Uh, he intervened. He came down from the heavens. He intervened in this situation. And now I have to uh, uh, give it back to thy creator, Michael. I don't even think we need any more explanation. We, he already left and ran, and uh, he's out snorting on your, on your van. He's praying. That is, it's the bones of Christ, Michael. This is clearly like a rigged judge. And like all of this was like definitely the patriarchy, all of it. Sorry, Brittany, but that's loser talk. Yes, uh, I got a text from God. He says, get back in the trunk, Bish. That's what he said. B-I-S-H-H-H. -H -H. Back in the trunk, Michael. All right, guys, this has been a uh, easily one of the most... Uh, <laughs> 
uh, what would you call it? Fair, fair decisions made. I on, certainly would, Michael. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching another episode of Character Debates. My name's Mike Harrison. Cheers. <laughs>